welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Well, if you're a little worried about interest rates, a little stressed about petrol prices, maybe today's show's for you. We're talking to a guy named Wes Leek from Business Blessings. Welcome to History Makers, Wes. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. Now, Wes, you and I have uh, known each other for a few years. I, I know you've been involved in uh, Crown Financial Ministries, in Scripps Union. Uh, you've had a whole bunch of different hats you've worn over the years. Um, before we get into what you do with Business Blessings, tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Were you, were you brought up uh, in the church? Were you born on the altar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've been going to church uh, even before I was born because uh, yep. we grew up in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mum and dad were quite strong in the faith. Mum was an old Salvation Army officer uh, and dad. And uh, so, yeah, so grew up in the church, but really didn't make a decision, I guess, for myself until I was about nine years old. I was a... a Christian Sunday School one morning and they had some guest speakers and they were talking about making a decision for Christ for yourself. And I realized that morning that I actually hadn't done that myself and so did that day. You've been backsliding up until you were nine, huh? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what you do uh, for business blessings. Okay. Basically... uh, I, I guess our byline is that we support people in business. You mentioned I was with Crown Financial Ministries, and what, during that time as I was going around and meeting with a lot of business people, uh, mainly asking them for money, <laughs> for donations, <laughs> that I started to realize that, hey, these guys aren't as successful maybe as what they should be. And, and I guess I have a heart and a passion to see them applying biblical principles to their business, but also how do we bring the blessing of God into a business? And I see businesses as a huge tool for reaching out. If we think about uh, the average person in Australia, they're not going to darken the door of a, a church here. We only have about 5% attend church. But each and every one of us goes to many businesses every day. So how can we turn those businesses into lighthouses for God? Oh, it's such an inspiring ministry. I mean, you think about uh, Jesus, he did most of his ministry in the marketplace, didn't he? Exactly. <laughs> and we talked before about Ed Savoso's book, Anointed for Business. And mm. that's what it's about, that how can we apply our faith to our everyday lives? And because, let's face it, each of us needs to earn money in some way to, to pay the bills. And uh, But it's more than that. It's a ministry. Business is a ministry because we can contact so many people's lives every day. Now, tell us a little bit about Business by the Book and how that's impacted so many people. Okay, uh, Business by the Book was a book written by Larry Burkett, who's perhaps one of the the best well-known writers in this area, though Larry's gone home to be with the Lord now. But Business by the Book really covers what are the key basics that how to apply business principles to your business. And the Business by the Book seminar, and they now have DVDs and all that kind of stuff uh, that you can get, really takes you through. Uh, and number one thing is, what is your purpose for being in business? And your number one purpose is to glorify God, not to make a profit as most of us think, but it's uh, we need to glorify God in everything we do, and that includes being in our business. And I think coming from that basis rather than from the basis of, of being in business to make a profit, it really changes the way you look at what God has you do in business. So let's just unpack that for a moment. Uh, that statement, the purpose for business is to glorify God. Um, let me ask this question. How much is uh, the blessing of God connected to glorifying God in your business? 
I think uh, the blessing of God comes through obedience, number one. We don't talk about that a lot these days. So when we're being obedient to the Word of God, we're actually glorifying God. You do that. The Bible talks a number of times about that if my people will obey me uh, in doing that, the prosperity will come. And really that comes down to even going back uh, to obeying the Ten Commandments. Uh, because really they have so much in there that we need to apply to business, and really they can be taken as our basic business minimums, if you like, in that regard. Some of the things I remember learning at Business by the Book uh, were things like make sure you pay off your debtors, make sure you don't yeah. you know, dishonour mm. the, uh, the loans that you owe to people. Mm. Do you want to tell us about the importance of that in a business? I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> Oh, look, I mean, as you know, I've worked in a lot of non-profit organizations and in business, and I think one of the key things is that we need to be people who pay our bills. One, because that is – we've got to come from the angle that, that we're the only Jesus that people are going to see. So whatever we do as a Christian and people in the marketplace know that you're a Christian, uh, they're watching what you do. And so we're reflecting Christ. So when we're paying our bills on time, we're reflecting the character of Christ – uh, to the people that we're, we're, we're dealing with on a day-by-day basis. And there's nothing more honoring in this world today than paying your bills on time. Uh, another principle they talk about is the principle of the tithe. Now, I know it can be a controversial subject, which we won't get into too much, <laughs> but um, even a lot of non-Christian businesses tithe. They give away 10% of their, their profits right. to, to charities, mm. and they find a blessing comes. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? That's right. I, the Bible is very clear that, that it's better to give than to receive. And I think we need to put in place whatever that is for you. I mean, I, I hold fast to the tithe, the giving a 10%. And in business, that can be very difficult because some people's profit margins aren't actually more than 10%. Some of them are actually on 2 or 3 or, or 4% uh, in doing that. So it's, it's a matter of coming down and God, what are you saying about my business? How do I give through my business? And that may be cardhold cash, but it may be giving of service or giving of time. And, and that's something between you and God that you need to work out in that regard. This is History Makers, and today we're speaking with Wes Leek from Business Blessings with some good advice about how to manage your money. Tell me, Wes, um, with your ministry and Business Blessings now, you've got, I don't know, a couple of hundred clients maybe that you liaise with and you pray for and you do seminars and different things. Have you got some success stories of some businesses that have been through this kind of training and, and have prospered and, and been successful because of all this? Yeah. I, I guess, Matt, what I say is uh, one of our key things that we like to do is to place intercessors with businesses and then come and sit down and work with the business owner and say, okay, God, what is going on in this business? Why aren't things working? And uh, you know, part of that is just sitting before the face of God and asking him to show us. And uh, we've had some very unusual circumstances um, uh, um, one of the things that we've learned in um, in Chronicles it talks about if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. And it's really this healing the land part that we, we've been on about, which has been a very unusual thing for us to learn. But it just talks about that some things, uh, the land, uh, if there's been broken covenants, uh, if there's been adultery or idolatry, 
or bloodshed that's taken place in the land. And we had uh, one particular business where uh, the word was a very unusual word, was bordello, and none of us knew what that meant. And it actually meant a... um, a place of ill repute, shall we say, in doing that. So we actually had to pray and to ask God to to remove the sin from what had taken place in that place. And as we did that, it was amazing what was one, what was exposed in the business, uh, and certain stuff left pretty much immediately. In fact, we prayed on the Sunday and they were gone first thing Monday morning uh, because they weren't God honoring. And this was a very God honoring business. But it was amazing how when we prayed and removed the things that had taken taken place previously that those that were there connected with that left and certain areas of their business really took off and prospered after that. So it's kind of like a, um, a spiritual business coach, really, isn't it? You know? it, it <laughs> I, I guess there's one of, one of my, um, I guess, theories is that, that I believe that we can be walking in the blessing of God and there are reasons why that we don't. So let's come and seek the face of God to find out why isn't that happening and then to put things in place to make sure it is. So Wes, um, there might be people listening now that are thinking, you know, you're talking about seeking the face of God and getting the blessing of God and, and there might be people that are just far away from God right now and they might think, what can I do to reconnect with God or establish a relationship with God? Would you speak to those listeners now? How would you guide them to get closer to God? You know, I, I think one of the key things is that we re- need to recognize that, number one, God did create this earth, and he did create us, but he had a plan and a purpose for us. And, uh, you know, Jeremiah talks about that, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. And I think it's coming to recognize that, that God is not an angry God, that he is a God of love, that he cares for us and is concerned for us, and that as we turn to him and even cry out, God help, you know, sometimes mm. that's all we can really pray is God help mm. and that he can come. It's not about getting the right words or doing the right actions or that kind of thing. It's a heartfelt thing. Say, God, I need you in my life. Come help me where I am and and help me get out of what I'm in and come. And and to recognize that, hey, we have done some stuff that maybe God is not too happy with. And and whether you've been a Christian a long time or you've never been in the church, you know, let's face it, we're all in the same boat. And we need to come back and say, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I want to come to you and turn afresh and have that fresh relationship with you again. Mm. Tell me, when you see someone come from that place of not being a Christian and not believing in God and living the world's way and then converting and being transformed, tell us about the joy and the fruit that comes in their life because of that transformation and that decision. (laughs) It is a joy to watch, you know, but I think, one, you can see purpose comes to their life, Mm. that they actually have a reason for living, and Mm. it's not just the mundane, you know, anymore, getting up, trying to do this, trying to do that, but they purpose, and I guess, too, I see a greater love comes for them. They have a greater heart of compassion. They they tend to be much more generous givers because they know where they've come from and they know what helped them to get out of it and they want to help others to get out of it as well. Mm. And they get very passionate about God and what he's done and want to share that with as many people as they can. This is History Makers and today we're speaking with Wes Leek from Business Blessings with some good advice about how to manage your money.
Now, you mentioned before uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, one of my favourite scriptures, and it says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Let's just touch on that word prosper for a moment. Uh, another hot topic that uh, gets yes. discussed. Um, I've heard it said before that prosperity is uh, having no lack or that God blesses us so that we can bless others. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what your understanding of biblical prosperity is uh, in, its, in, its, um, you know, in its true form? Mm. I guess, um, like Matthew talks about, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be taken care of. And I think we always tend to think about it as, does it relate to how much money we've got in the bank? Well, partly I think it does have to, but I think it's about knowing and understanding what God actually has for us and that prosperity is not just about money. It is about having a rich life and having a family that supports you and friends around you and being able to make that huge difference. Abraham, we come back to where we get the blessed to be a blessing because God said to him, I will bless you with all this stuff so that you can be a blessing to the nations and I think in the end it's going to come down to how much have we actually used what God has given us to bless others because it's not necessarily about ourselves but it's about what can we do to bless others mm. now where's one of the other areas that you're involved in uh, is uh, scripture union you've yes. been involved in uh, chaplaincy for many years on mm. a Queensland level and on a national level do you want to tell us about the rise and rise of chaplaincy and scripture union in Australia and where you think it's headed I think uh, <laughs> I think we are number one that we are blessed to be able to have the access to schools that we have, and I know it's going across the nation, and each state is very different, uh, and there's historical reasons for that going. I can remember when I was at SU Queensland, uh, yeah, I guess seven eight years ago now, that as chaplaincy started to grow in this state, that we dreamed of what's happening now and to see it happening now. I think it's a fantastic opportunity uh, to reach out and to be there. And really, it's not about proselytizing. It's about being uh, the person that God wants you to be in the school setting and meeting the needs for the people in that school because it varies from school to school. Uh, in doing that, I think it's a fantastic thing. And it's a thing that uh, we as a church community uh, and the community broadly need to get behind and support. Now, where's. Uh Petrol prices, interest rates, you know, rents, everything's going up wherever we go at the moment. And Aussies are feeling the pinch. A lot of Aussies who are listening to this right now are probably thinking, you know, I can't give to that charity anymore or I can't sow into my church or I can't be generous anymore because things are are so tight. What would you say to those that are fearful of being generous because of that, that credit pinch they're feeling at the moment? Okay, number one, you've got to come back to the fact that God owns everything mm. and that, that no matter what happens, that uh, that God is still in control. I guess one of the things I think about is we talk about the end times and we talk about the mark of the beast, uh, and really that's an economic mark because it says that people will not be able to buy or sell. So we have to get from the fact that and come and get used to the idea that God is in control and to start by praying. Say, so God... Help. (laughs) Look at this budget. You know that it doesn't add up. You guide me and you direct me and you provide for me. I've really this year come back a lot to the the Our Father prayer. Our Father, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Praying, give us this day our daily bread. There is nothing wrong with praying for the provision of God. Whether that and and that doesn't necessarily come in cash. 
it may come in cash, but it may not. You know, God may just extend that petrol out so you can drive that extra bit further or however that happens. But a number of economic miracles in the Bible came through actually multiplication of what the people actually had. And so recognizing God owns everything, asking God to provide for you, being faithful with you, what you've got. If you need to cut out, you've got to be brutal at this time and say, well, let's be realistic. What do we actually have in this house? <laughs> mm. What, you know, are we actually spending too much money? Mm. And, and we need to cut back ourselves in doing it. And I know that's hard. I mean, we have three kids and I know the demands of them uh, as well. And, you know, we do privately educate them and I know how much that costs as well. But it's been interesting for us that as we have been faithful in giving, and doing those things and seeking after God that that the provision has been coming. And, man, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with praying for God to give you an increase Mm -hmm. as well at Mm -hmm. this stage. But be faithful with what you've got and ask Him for wisdom, Mm -hmm. you know. And, hey, let's get together and share what we've got with others as well. How much stuff have we got in our home that we're not using that we can bless to give to someone else? And as we start blessing others, they'll start blessing you and it'll keep going on. Well, I reckon you are a blessing, <laughs> and, and I reckon there's a lot of people listening to this that are thinking, I need to go to this guy's website and get some advice. <laughs> so what's the website if people would like to contact you? Okay, it's www.businessblessings.com.au. Fantastic, Wes. Thank you so much for your time. I reckon you're a history maker, mate. Thank you, Matt. You are too. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on History Makers. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just go to historymakersradio.com. 